Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Hello, Hi. you watching, and hello, you lot playing. How are you hey. all doing? Hi, Dimdan. Hi, Dimdan. Hello. Doing good. Amazing. Yeah, so good. Amazing. Uh, we have returned the prophecies foretold, and thus it has come true. Uh, we're going to. Yes, episode four. <laughs> uh, we're going to play some uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm hoping that you're. Uh, you're comfortable and you're cozy and you've got a uh, a lovely Hot big fruit. old mug of your mm. favoritest warm drink um, because there's going to be a bit of carnage. <laughs> oh, spoilers? Huh? What? Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Yeah. 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 Oh, we're getting in a car. Okay. We're all going yes. down the pub. We're getting wasted. <laughs> going to be great. I mean, next next session we can have at the pub. I mean, I don't think you'd be able to enjoy it that much because, yeah, we will be totally sloshed. Yeah, precisely. Shall we crack on with it? Yeah! Yes! Hey! Title! The world has been broken and remade. Our civilizations are shattered. Our people divided. Yet there are those who would rise up to challenge the encroaching darkness. Hi, my name's Carl. I'm playing Sir Carmichael Comstock, a Lorevar Cavalier fighter. Hi, I'm Meg. I'm playing Addy, a Keeper Druid Bard. Hi, my name is Anton, and I play Victor, a Lorevar Gloomstalker Ranger. Hi, my name's Lane. I'm playing Milia Sayralast, an Aesavar Divine Soul Sorcerer. My name's Tim, and I'm playing Galena, the Terran Sprite Alchemist Artificer. And my name is Dan. I will be the Dungeon Master on this adventure. Whilst our world has been changed, we band together. Hope bright in our hearts. We push forward to reclaim what was once ours, and we shall be known as the Explorers of Elsewhere. It is wholly correct to say the events of the Eschaton were life-changing for the peoples of elsewhere, as no one was left unaffected by the period of tumultuous chaos towards the end of the War of the Heavens Above. Whilst there are those, like the Explorer Society, who have pledged to search for those in need of a new world, there are those who hold a much more retrospective view. Why did this happen? How could this happen? Could this happen again? Many teach that we should learn from the lessons of the past in order to not recreate the mistakes of before. For some, these lessons are not enough, doing little to soothe the pain of what has been lost. For some, there must always be another answer, hidden only by virtue of not having yet been found. Having fended off the attack of an unknown assailant, our explorers find themselves stranded away from home in a perilous wilderness. And what they need is some sort of safe shelter. Dum dum dum. But we do. And so we rejoin you all, um, having just uh, evaded capture or evaded attack uh, yeah. from the uh, invisible claw thing, thing. that mm. uh, has just made off uh, with one of the caravan horses. Um, you 
Bear the horse. <laughs> Bear the horse, yes. <laughs> um, you made it across a ravine, uh, which was more perilous than it needed to be after the rope bridge you were crossing uh, was destroyed by the whatever it was that was uh, was tracking you and attacking you. Um, but you have now made it into some sort of cave. Um, the the night sky has uh, like the the night sky is clear, um, and with it comes a a much kind of lower temperature. And in this kind of high altitude cave that you find yourself in, um, there is a horrendous, a horrible um, biting wind that is funneling through the cave and making a, a roaring whistle in your ears as gusts of wind blast Shit. past. Um, so it's going to be nice and cozy. Guess not. Guess not. Um, Victor, you, you, you know, well, all, all of you have taken the chance to notice that um, with the, the rope bridge gone, it would seem that there is no, well, you obviously can't go back that way. Um, so the, the act of getting back home is now a uh, a task that's in question. Oh, um, but Victor, uh, with your survival skills, your outdoorsmanship skills, um, yes. you know that the fact that this wind is blowing past the the four of you and sort of like funneling down into the tunnel, that presumably there is some sort of exit for this wind <clears throat> to be drafting through. Mm -hmm. Um. Milia, you've got your your light going on your padlock still, so you can see uh, the the cave itself um, looks um, looks like a a, a cave <laughs> that has been um, shaped by the the harsh elements. Um, it, it it extends off into the darkness. You can't quite um, see what's. Like you, you can't see any light coming back from you, um, but realistically, uh, from what you know of the area, uh, Victor, the only way, yeah, arguably, is forward. So, what do we do now? Should we rest up for the night or continue forward? Forward. What do you think? I get anything forward. in my tremor sense, Sam. Uh, as you close your eyes and um, like place your hands to the the ground. Um, you feel you feel sort of like the, the the tinkering of like rocks or pebbles that shift and, and move every now and again. Um, you can feel uh, the footsteps of your of your three companions. Um, you don't feel anything within sixty feet of you that causes any degree of alarm, um, but you are distinctly aware that the cave entrance that you've gone through is certainly large enough that if that thing were to come back it mm. could uh, it could get at you okay. mm, then our mission was to kill the creature so we do we want it to come back it's a question quite possibly but at this well it's Actually, our mission was to retrieve the horse wasn't it, it was well, yes. I thought it was just to investigate it mm. yes Right. Retrieve the horse, okay. investigate the beast, or whatnot. But yes, arguably, um, like with the temperatures dropping, um, 
temperature's dropping, the light not being great. It would be you'd be sitting ducks. Okay. Okay. Perhaps let's move forward. At least it will keep us warm. How are we going to get back? I know I know the way I've been here before. Eh. Uh, don't worry about getting lost underground, that's uh not something that happens to us a lot. Um, can I make a survival check to orient ourselves, perhaps? Uh, you can. Uh, what's uh, while you're doing that? What's Constop thinking? He was just sort of saying, um, "You've been here before." Yes, Re correct. Recently or in the past? Yeah, a few days ago. I see. I, I'm, I'm tracking a separate, a different beast. So I know these trails fairly well. Well, fate is in your hands once more, it would seem. What luck! Mr. Victor, Quite. I have a favor yeah. to ask. Sure, but my name is Kasprezak. Okay, uh, Mr. Kasprezak. Um... Oh, oh, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> if you could somehow cover our tracks as we go? I think our Terran friend right there would be uh, more apt to do so than I. Well, I could certainly give it a go. It uh, might take a while. I, I can only do a little bit of ground at a time. Yeah. Although, to sure. be fair, the creature's more likely to track us via scent than via our markings. If anything, I, I, I doubt they'll uh, be too comfortable underground if they fly, right? Yes. Especially with this wind. So, with all, uh, that, in, all that in mind, what's what's we doing? Uh, can I make that survival check? Yes, absolutely. I think we did determine that I've been here once before because you said I recognize the track. So yeah. I think that gives me advantage on the roll. Just because I feel like having advantage. No, but I do have a ranger feature that does give me some form of... <laughs> I want advantage, so I'll take it. <laughs> I will take it. <laughs> Is that how it works? Oh my god, I want advantage in everything then. I yeah, want it to have it. There we go, 23. Uh, wonderful. I told you. Been here before. Okay, so yes, off the back of a 23, um, you, you've certainly... Like, you've visited this particular cave before. Uh, you mm -hmm. knew about yeah. the rope bridge, you knew about the ravine. Um, but that was on a night that was considerably warmer uh, than this one. So you, this was a suitable place to shelter, and also you didn't have to venture into the cave. That said, um, what you know of the, the local geography, um, your and also the, the behavior of the wind that's rushing past you, like the chilling winds, um, you're so pretty certain that this cave is in fact a tunnel that will lead you out, hopefully, to the other side of the mountain. Hill. Lump of earth. <laughs> okay. I know where we can go. Follow me. Okay. Um, who's... Is anyone else using light, or is it just uh, Milia? Lighting away. I think Milia's light is adequate enough, correct? 
yeah, mine's pretty pathetic, so I'll probably uh, probably leave it for now. Cool. Okay. Um, <clears throat> in which case, as you um, you, you kind of head into the, the darkness, uh, Milia's light um, illuminating um, for the for Milia, Galena, and Comstock, um, you can kind of clearly see about twenty feet out from Milia. Um, beyond that, it gets a bit murky. You can kind of make out um, rough shapes and general layout. But you all notice that Victor seems to be kind of striding into that gloom um, with a significant amount of confidence. Um, and whilst you're heading along, um, Galena, what, what's kind of going through your mind? Based on what um... I'm 50-50 on whether this guy is trying to lead us into a trap. Mm. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you there, Galena. And um, very much prepared to shoot him in the back at any moment if necessary. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Just um, so happen to know this place. Oh, that's handy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, Galena is... Well, Comstock, you see that Galena's giving uh, the back of Victor's head a stink eye. Um, I probably, in fact, why if if we're kind of together and Victor's ahead, I'd probably try and make eye contact with Comstock and just, you know, try and convey as best I can. Like, I don't trust this dude. Yeah, there's a a, a knowing a knowing nod, uh, uh, and he he basically sort of gives sort of like. I don't know what the hand gesture would be for. I agree. Let's kill him if we don't trust him. But it's it's something it's something close to that sort of like. You could make you know, almost any hand gesture, and she'd probably interpret it as that anyway. So yeah. you're all good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, in which case, you you do notice that the the tunnel, or well, Victor, you notice that the tunnel um, that you're heading through appears to be sloping down. Um, it at a sharp enough rate that actually when the gusts of wind kind of fly in from behind you, it all, it's almost um, a bit perilous to keep your footing. But um, the one thing you do take solace in is that if you're heading down, it's hopefully going to be warmer um, wherever it emerges. And sure enough, after about a few a few minutes about 10 minutes walk um you all see uh a dim light uh indicating the end of this kind of tunnel that's carved all the way through um this earthen structure my trauma sense will just be coming to an end now i don't suppose i get any pings on the outside of the tunnel or anything <clears throat> Uh, the pings on the tunnel, no, no, no. The 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 only thing that's kind of picking up on your vibration, uh, vibromometer, is um, you know that outside uh, it has started to rain. You can feel the little pitter patters of hmm. rain hitting the ground. Ah. I hope everyone bought uh, wet weather gear. Yes, always. You all look. To Milia. It's going to be havoc on my hair. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, as you uh, so the you head towards the, the tunnel exit, and as you emerge, 
Um, sure enough, uh, thankfully, it is distinctly warmer than it was um, a few moments ago. It seems like you've descended quite some height. Uh, but interestingly, the, the tunnel mouth opens out onto what appears to be this small kind of valley um, that stretches out in front of you. Uh, and you would be able to get a good look of the valley um, if it weren't for the fact that with the rain clouds has come um, a thick blanket of clouds, uh, which has reduced the, the night's light to darkness. Um, and, Milia, as you kind of step out and hold your uh, padlock aloft, it illuminates what appears to be a large building of some sort. Um, to look at it, the the building is approximately... Uh, the walls are about 30 foot. 25 to 30 foot tall, you would wager. Um, <clears throat> the walls are decorated. You can see that uh, those which haven't smashed... Uh, the, the windows which haven't smashed are decorative. Um, very kind of expensive looking. The door that has been smashed to the ground in front of you um, also looks equally um, ornate. Uh, it, it would appear that the the trees, um, the trees and foliage around it almost seem to be kind of reclaiming um, this building. Um, and to look at it, it would seem that it's been in this state for some considerable time, the way that uh, nature's kind of reclaimed it, almost. Um, you do notice that coiled along the top of the doorframe um, and kind of then arching up the front of the building is a very slender, uh, a very slender, flowing-looking dragon. And if I can grab a uh, religion check from you all, please. Ooh. Ooh. Religion. Religion. I'm the chosen of the gods and I have plus one in religion. <laughs> oh, mine also sucks. Oh, 15 total. 15, 8, 20. Hey, get <laughs> They get in the books, kids. Hello. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Malia and Comstock, you can't quite figure out who this... Uh, carving is supposed to represent um oh sorry Dan, it probably won't matter too much but i think i've left a plus two bonus on it should just be 23 23 i'm sure that will be fine um so uh victor you know with your 15 that the this dragon this dragon yes. carving uh depicts one of the good ones Ooh. <laughs> um but specifically galena you look at it and oh because the the depiction is one of Hydrea, the law keeper. And you realize it dawns on you as you kind of peer. Like the, the shadows are thrown out sharply by um by Malia's light. But this would appear to be a Hydrean shrine, a, a church of, of some sort, maybe a, a temple. But it's seen better days. Okay. So we try and go in. Is there anything yes. I know about um, followers of Hydrea? <clears throat> stuff they might have 
in here or anything that uh, I should be looking out for? So, you know that uh, Hydrea, being the the goddess of kind of law and knowledge and um, the practice the, of arcane magics, um, she's a bit of an unusual one for the Divine Dragons, given that she, uh, a lot of her worshippers study um, the tools of that would eventually be used by the enemy um but she's the patron of wizards for example mm-hmm. um, the 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 followers of hydrea tend to be quite bookwormy hmm. fucking not nerds. surprising about this one to be fair <laughs> yes they they've got a lot of uh, I, I assume that as far as you're concerned they've got a lot of book know what's but not a lot of <laughs> hands know what's Hmm. Still, book know what tends to survive longer. Uh, Should I perhaps go around? Well, didn't feel anything when I was coming out the tunnel, but if there's a wooden surface in there, I'm uh, probably struggle with it. So it might be worth trying to be safe. Mm. Uh, uh, some, st- steps out into the rain, holds his shield out as a, as a canopy. Anyone like? Oh, yes, please. Yeah, I'll scurry in there as well. Well, ladies, <laughs> he'll say so, so walk along, keeping them shielded from the rain. So, looking at it, you certainly wager that if you are going to shack up for the night, this would be much more suitable than the. Can the uh, that you were just in. Vic- Victor light a torch and just go around it? Sure. Um, so, as you reach into your backpack and. There you go. Orange light emanates from you. Um, hang on, start. If you give me a moment, give me a moment. Oh. Uh, turn those off. There we are. Okay. So yeah, as you kind of go around the side, you can see that some of the walls are kind of disrepaired. Um, they, some of them have crumbled. Uh, where it, say it almost seems like the trees have, um, at pace moved against the. Um, the, the the building, but given the the fact it's in this kind of valley, there are some relatively sharp, high um, walls that like slopes either side. It's yeah, you could wager that it's a pretty safe safe place to be. So Victor, while you're going round the houses, uh, we'll pan yeah. back to the other three. Um, so you've just seen this lore of art. Uh, Ranger just kind of give you a signal, and as he goes off exploring, um, what do With you ra- make of what's happening? With the rain possibly, hopefully, covering our words and the tinkering against his his armor and shield, what do we make of our new friend? Don't trust him as far as I can throw him, and I've got tiny arms. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same. Comes out of nowhere. At the same time, a beast appears. Just so happens to know the way. Says he's been tracking us, but Frank's seen no sight of him. Hmm. Yeah, he trusts Frinker. So do I. Um, for what it's worth, um, he does seem to know the woods and the surrounding areas quite well, and if he had the chance to, do you know, he could have done. Unless there is something he is after. 
Right, like whatever's in this uh, ancient ruin of magical lore that we're being taken to. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't say I'm not curious to check the place out myself, but we should certainly keep a, keep a close eye on him. Prepare for anything. As you say that, mm-hmm. Galena, um, you notice that the rain uh, picks up and it becomes much heavier. Um, and as you all kind of roll your eyes as you start getting battered by the heavens, mm. uh, Victor, you are at the. You've made it to the back of the uh, back of the church. Yeah, he's just going to loop and report back to the group. Anything I, strange? I, I saw little little hints of your torchlight coming through the windows. If we can see through mm. the building, so yes. at least we, we know where you are. You can see yeah. this flicker of torchlight as he's going around, and then like sort of as he goes out of view. I, I, Amelia will just like quietly say, probably after like a few, like a minute of silence, you go. <sighs> Me, oh, we've all survived worse things, and if it comes to it, we will survive this. He is returning. We, uh, certainly shall. Well, uh, I was about to, you know what, I was about to pull my own set of lockpicks out, but, um, you seem to know a thing or two about locks, don't you, Milia? Uh, I was a locksmith for 25 years. So, thing yes. or three, then. Maybe, uh, you can have a look at this, see if we can head on inside. Uh, the door that smashed down? Oh, hang on. <laughs> okay, fair point. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't I could... see past your skirt. <laughs> well, you were huddled quite close together yeah. under the shield, so... <laughs> I could try and restore the... Maybe restore the lock to working order so it's a little safer? Well, for now, let's just get out of the rain. I'm back. Nothing special to report. No creatures or people, as far as I know. Did Would you, you go inside? inside? Did you see inside? Yes, looks like a temple. Probably abandoned, no light. Alright. Shall I try this door? Well, you could try the one that's lying on the floor next to you. Ah, good point. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's, it's harder than it looks. <laughs> Two or four. <laughs> okay, so uh, as Victor, Victor, you head into the the temple. Um, inside it looks as kind of wrecked as you expected it to, um, from from what you saw from the outside. Um, as you like the so the the floor underneath is that of a uh, a worked stone. Um, it is decorated and. Um, relatively ornate um, the the causeway that runs up from the front entrance to the back um, you notice has a uh, a number of pillars which rise up to the ceiling um, flanking either side of it um, but as uh, along the, the path to the back of the temple um, some of the chandeliers uh, still hang uh, hang overhead whereas some have smashed down to the ground um you can see that um some vegetation has begun to kind of sprout up um from various piles of rubble and debris which has poured into the temple 
Um, but are there still candles in the chandeliers? Yeah. Uh, the candles have there. There are some very the candles that were there <clears throat> look like they've wicked out. Um, and as you, Milia, as you kind of head up to towards the back as well. Um, you see that the far at the back of the church, there appears to be a, a well, a disrepaired flight of stairs up, and what appears to be some sort of sarcophagus, uh, some sort of altar. Oh. Beg my pardon. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> some sort of altar. Um, you can also see uh, off the, the the pillars. So the pillars which rise from floor to ceiling, um, they are. The vast majority of them are um, adorned with stone reliefs of the same um, kind of flowing serpentine-esque dragon that you saw uh, at the front. You presume these to be visages of Hydrea. I mean, it's not luxurious, but it will do. Fair shelter for the night. Um, as you say that, uh, Victor, uh, Galena, you're the one who notices... Um, in Victor's flickering camp, uh, torchlight, um, there appear to be two stairways down into some sort of lower level. Um, and like as you look around, the, the whole obviously the, the building seems significantly bigger to you. Um, but the, the statues um, that you can see of kind of faceless, you assume faceless champions or um, people of note. Um, just kind of loom over you intimidatingly. Um, again, their shadows cast out by uh, Milia's and Victor's light sources. Uh, looks like we got a couple of uh, couple of rooms leading down, maybe a crypt or something. Might be somewhere handy for us to stay the night, get out of the wind. No one will see our lights either. Uh, Good point. Yeah, Galina, as you say that, you look at the staircase in front of you um, and you can see that uh, the wall behind it is crumbled out and you can just see out into the outdoors. Right. Uh, How's this one looking? Uh, which one, sorry? That uh, one. The one on the reverse side. So uh, the wall uh, of that alcove um, is still standing, um, but uh, it looks like you could go down either. Okay. Either staircase. Um, Might be a bit safer the side that's not collapsed. Most likely. We could also light a fire without being seen. Be a bit smoky though. Not Let's go down. What's Millia thinking? Not particularly a fan of um going into crypts. Maybe no. but um Nor myself, but we don't want to leave Galena alone with our new friend, do we? True. Mm. I'm probably being a bit rash because I'm just thrilled to have actual proper stone <laughs> above my head for once. So stay right near me, Lady Galena, if you're feeling uncertain. Ah, uh, okay. Thank you. Come. Uh, Galena pops up from the stairs to check on where you are. <laughs> um, we're, then... we're coming, we're coming. Rush us. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> So as you head towards the stairs, Millie, oh. as you descend down into the lower, the lower areas, um, 
you know you find yourself in what appears to be a large chamber the width of the the church upstairs um if anything maybe a maybe a bit wider but um the floor looks much more like the structures around you look a lot more kind of damaged or aged um but it certainly still do, certainly doesn't take away from the splendor and grandeur of the very large what you d would describe as um well galena off the back of your role earlier you know that this kind of area in the center um which is it's approximately 30 foot across uh 40 foot 50 foot long mm. slightly raised up um you know that hydrains would tend to use these as almost um classrooms if you will uh yeah. you can see that there are a number of benches uh, like stone benches dotted around. Um, you can see what appears to be a very like two sets of very large um, stone set chalkboards of sorts, oh, cool. um, and um, a, a, a pool of, of water. Okay. Do I know anything about what that pool of water is for? Um, you've heard that some hydrains would use uh, magics that, much in the same way that you use uh, your natural talents to mold earth, like loose earth around you, um, sometimes hydrains would uh, create um, what were fundamentally kind of 3D diagrams or objects and conjure them from surfaces Ooh. of water um, in lieu of, say, for example, textbooks or, or whatnot, uh, for a more live demonstration. Um, yeah. but yeah, so Galina, as you're doing that, um, Comstock, Malia, uh, you, well, you're snooping around, you can see Victor, um, doing a scan of the perimeter. I will just, um, I will just, wandering into here, just say loud enough that everyone in the room can hear. Careful, everyone. Pretty magical place, this. We don't want to go disturbing any, any wards. Hmm. Galina, as you say that, you like your voice echoes off the off the walls, um, <clears throat> and it seems like there's a real distinct kind of reverb as it bounces from um, from wall to wall, um, to the point where it's almost a bit uh, like awkward to hear your own voice back. Mm. Eventually, your voice dissipates. But you hear in your you hear kind of almost as if it were a recur a repeating an emerging echo. Your master Akolf has passed, but he imparted onto us the final plan. Show yourselves. Is it just Ganina that hears that, or is it everyone? You will hear it. Uh, Can we place where it's coming from at all? Uh, Galina, you look over your shoulder, and you see Malia. Because it sounds like it came from Malia. Uh, oh. Malia is frantically looking around, presumably clutching that book she's always holding closer to her chest. <laughs> What's going on, Mel? Oh, did you hear that? Yeah. Your 
I think I might go back to the cave. Yeah. You drugged us down here. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> if the ghosts kill us, they're killing you too. True. Melia, is your book full of ghosts? I don't think so. I, I found just... a door. Perhaps we should go this way instead. We'll back up and out. Into the main church. Not yet. Sure enough, uh, Victor does appear to be standing in front of two doors um, along the northern wall. Let's keep moving. Why? Well, as long as we're not going to get haunted. Do you any idea what's going on, Millie, or just a, no. a fun new thing? I don't know. Millie. Millie. <laughs> Attention to me. It's okay. Relax. Take a deep breath. Okay, so you guys need to... <laughs> so, Victor, you watch Oops. as Victor uh, opens one of the doors and strides on through. Um, Victor, you emerge into what appears to be um, almost like a, a preparation room. You can see a number of scrolls and tomes, uh, letters dotted around on various kind of tables, side tables. You can see bookshelves which reach from floor to uh, a, a relatively modest, by comparison, 15-foot ceiling. Um, you can see that there are reading candles, writing utensils, or whatever. You would perhaps assume that this is where, uh, maybe where the, the tutors prepared before giving their lessons in the what you would assume to be the classroom the, that you just emerged from. Um, you shout that? No, it's even worse here! <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I'm gonna storm in after him. Yes. Because I'm not happy. Where's the door? There. I can't... I, uh, I did it! <laughs> um, so, Galina, as you walk in, you also are um, met with the same as what Victor has seen with the, the scrolls and uh, books and v various pieces of academia. I'll just, I'm going to grab the bottom of this bloke's coat, <laughs> pull him back, probably not very hard. Yeah. Um, although I am quite dense. Uh, and just say, right. Look, Hunter, what did I just say? Gleena, as you chastise the Lorivar, your eyes glance to one of the, the pages, like one of the tomes which is uh, laid out on the floor nearby, and your eye catches... it's op The tome's open on a page with a drawing, a diagram of some sort. It appears to be... The drawing is that of a a very angular shape, almost crystalline in nature. So yeah, I'm just in the middle of like I've I've still got your coat. I'm like, look, you think you know everything out here, right? The forest is yours. This place, this is my forest. So, hang on, I'll come back to you later. <laughs> um, and. Nods. I will scurry over to the time. Sure. Uh, and very 
carefully start to take a look at it. I know, like, I don't know what kind of condition this is going to be in, so I don't want to disturb the pages until I know that they're like still in good enough condition for me to actually move. You note that this is uh, something. So this this tome is somewhere between a journal and a textbook, and it looks interestingly. It looks extremely old, but the tome speaks of this phenomena that has recently started happening, that of crystallized manner. It, the the as you flick through some of the pages, just gently, delicately, cautiously, um, you see that they're they're doing some tests. Does it? What what sort of manner is, are these crystals channeling? What um, what properties do these crystals have? What are the applications of said crystals? Um, where did they come from? They emerged from the started emerging with more, with greater and greater frequency more recently. Um, it would seem, one hypothesis states, that they're appearing, the longer that this war goes on, the more crystals are appearing. Is this a is result there, um, of the war? Is there uh, a recognisable date in the margins or maybe in the publishing material towards the front? I don't know if any of that's in good enough condition that I can find any information on sure. when this was you so there's no dates as such in the book that you're looking at but as you kind of look around you see uh what looks more to be like a research journal or you know diary of some sort um and much like the tome you've just read through this book looks centuries old decades old centuries old the date entries are just over one year old Something's wrong here. Uh, guys, what do you make of this? Um, Comstock and Malia, you hear Galena shout out from the uh, the, the back room. Uh, make of what? Got an old journal here. It's, uh, it's talking about uh, a war. And uh, have you have you heard any of those rumours about the uh, the crystallised manor been popping up lately? I did see one of the crystal shards on my way to Barish, uh, sticking out from the ground, gleaming bright blue. It was. They, they're new, right? Quite. That's it's a, it's an effect of. The, uh, the arcane divine conflict um, part of the Eschaton something's messed with the natural mana conflux I, I've never seen anything like it in any of the in any of my books this book talks about them so it must be new right quite this book I'll grab the other one and point to it says it was published last year. You, this you... book is at least 50 years old. 
as Galena says that, almost as if to emphasize the point, the pages fall away from the cover. Ah, shit. <laughs> okay, grab more of that. We can make fire with it. Good tinder. <laughs> Even Comstock, who Don't turns... Don't try me, Victor. <laughs> Comstock has to turn quite away to get his eye to look at you. No, I've got loads of it. Don't worry, we can make a great fire tonight. <laughs> we'll be warm for days. I bet moustaches burn pretty well too. Don't worry about it. Be glad that I'm standing between her and you, Victor. <laughs> at least I could stop her if she just she lunges at you. Oh, I doubt it, my friend. <laughs> um, as I... as Comstock, as you're like uh, uh, like trying to stop Galena from clambering up your arm to get her to leap at Victor, um, you notice that the door to your uh, left. As you're kind of facing off against uh, Galena, um, has a sign with some faded. There's clearly some lettering on this sign uh, attached to the door, um, but like cobwebs obscure it. It says toilet. <laughs> Galena. I, 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 I can't reach it. Can someone of course. clear that off? <laughs> of course. <laughs> with a big hand just runs down across over the, the writing sure um, you see in like high common in Asavari laboratories so, <laughs> laboratory Comstock is somewhere sort of still in front of Galena sort of Oh, oh, hello. See, I told you, lavatory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> okay, everyone, let's turn us kill him now. No one to find the body. Never did a little age really quickly. Um, <laughs> Galena, what do you do? Um... Allow me. I don't think she's cautious enough to not go straight in there. <laughs> okay. What happened to the watch out for wards? <laughs> no. Ah, scientist wouldn't bother with such a thing. Um, <laughs> two, two seconds later, we're there with a the bird <laughs> corpse of Galena. You were reckless! <laughs> uh, Galena, you enter into what appears to be a 10-foot room. 10-foot-by-10-foot uh, room. And the ceiling is now distinctly lower. Uh, but the only thing of note in this room, uh, apart from the wreckage and rubble, is a another door uh, upon which th this time it, a, ha a sign hangs that says, Admitted Initiates Only. Okay, well that kind of door might be warded. Um, anyone know anything about traps? Uh, can I check it for... If it's got any like magical traps or wards on it, sure. Give me a uh, give me a investigation check. Investigation, like a bed trap. Those ones get a cheeky advantage off it being a lab. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. That's fair. Good try though. Good try. Uh, Fourteen. Uh. You don't detect any 
kind of arcane abjurations or wards or traps or anything of note. This appears Seems to be all right. a, a relatively sturdy plain door. Uh, the only point of interest being um, the sign. It certainly wouldn't have been my main thing to check for, but I don't suppose I saw any mundane traps in my scan of it. You did not. Uh, no. Well. Anyone have a look at this thing? Just to make sure it's not trapped. What's Melia doing? Uh, staying as close. Hey, not Smith. You, but <laughs> staying as close to like exits as possible. <laughs> this place is setting off a little bit of PTSD from her. <laughs> Locksmith, yeah. can you check this out? Oh fuck. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. Give Give me a moment here, Galena. <clears throat> Are you okay, lass? I... Gee, first thing first, he kind of just shuts the door on them for a second. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, where did you get the hat? <laughs> hey, shoot us where I got the gun. <laughs> Are you okay, lass? underground and places like this um i have had to escape from a place like this before it's just a something that's a little difficult for me i'm sorry if i am holding everyone back in any way not at all i feel we are moving too quickly but i'm i knew this would be the happen the moment the word laboratory appeared <laughs> Chemicals experiments with Galena. I've only known her a few weeks, but even I knew that was too tempting for her to resist. <laughs> you you were doing fine, Melia. I know this is troublesome, but you're not holding anyone back. As I said, stay stay close, and if you need anything, you just shout. Focus on something that that will make you feel better. Think of the sky, the great open areas. Think of the green fields that will found our new town. Think of the babbling brook that will run through it that we can drink fresh water from, or actually have a decent bath for a change. No more melting ice water. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, like I said before, I really mean it, and I think you might understand this more than the others. But we, you and I, have both survived terrible things, and we will survive this. I think. And he sort of slowly lifts off his helmet to show his sort of missing ear and, and, and the scar across his face. The old saying is what doesn't kill you simply makes you stronger. <laughs> In this case, it didn't. Whatever this was didn't kill you. Whatever did this didn't kill me, and we're still ticking along. She pulls down the scarf slightly, and there is a very... So sword scars are not, like, precise. They're mm. sort of, like, long or jagged, depending mm. on, like, how amateur or how quick the swing was. She just puts down her scarf, and there is a incredibly long, starting from the tip of her chin, 
very precise scar heading from the tip of her chin, and it doesn't seem to stop at her collarbone. We mm. we we both survived awful things, and I'd argue if this made me strong. I see. If you need Lady Melia, I can take you back upstairs if it make you feel better, or if you wish to continue, I will be right by your side. Mayhaps, mayhaps think of things to calm you. Think of the open sky above us. Maybe think of the green fields that we'll settle our new town on, or the babbling brook that'll run through it with the freshest water and... Maybe finally a chance for a bath and not purified horse piss by the wizard. <laughs> but you can do this, and I believe in you. I'll try. I'll try. Thank you. Anything, Lady Emilia. And he, as he slides his helmet back on, as I said, it'll only make you stronger, I promise. In the meantime, kind of, um, there's been a brief awkward silence, I think, between Victor and Galena. And she's just kind of tapping her foot like impatient. She looks up and says, So, so uh, listen there, Huntsman. I know that uh, the, the big lad might, uh, might seem like a bit of a blowhard, and the girl, well, she needs to be kicking the pants, but. If you do anything to either of them, just know that I have ways of making you die that will take weeks. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, shit! Just, um, just to let you know, because I'm, I'm growing quite fond of them, okay? Tell me, Galina, are you scared of me? Yeah. I haven't been scared for myself of anything apart from drops for quite some time, but uh, I don't like people who are close to me being in trouble, okay? No, I don't trust you, but I don't have any reason to uh, specifically distrust you either. Why? Are you scared of me? Depends. Because you're a predator be. or a prey. Well, suppose we'll see. That's fine with me. As the two of you say that, Galena, you hear what sounds like a voice coming from the other side of the door to your left. The uh, one shit. that says, admitted initiates only. Why don't you get out? You say it was a voice? Yeah. Can we hear what it's saying at all? Or? The the words were indistinct, but it, there's definitely a voice. Where the hell is that? Where the hell is that locksmith? Uh, are those oh. two, are they uh, a couple? Is that how it works? <laughs> don't ask me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna head over to the door quietly, creak it open, and just be like, um, "Right, whatever you two are up to, keep it down. There's someone in there." Victor, while this has been happening, like Galena, so Victor and Swat has been kind of, oh, "Where's the locks?" And the, this door, you can't see any locks on it. You can't. 
you know, when when the when the sprite was poking it, um, kind of investigating it, it didn't explode or anything. It just looks like a door. Yeah, I mean, so, so great locksmith. Victor's pretty tempted to open it because it's pretty unpleasant being stuck in a confined space with Galena. Excuse <laughs> me, I think oh. you smell like I've been in the woods for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, Victor yeah. making friends. <laughs> uh, Victor will uh, will press on the lo- on the uh, on the latch. Cool. And the door swings open. Comstock pokes his head. He's like, "Oh, well, Lady Millia, it looks like your lock uh, skills will not be required." Oh. Um. Oh. Okay, but I could use someone with magic, please. Uh, you hear Victor shout this as Victor. You look forward into um, the 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 corridor bends forty five degrees to the right, and you see a room that is approximately forty by twenty foot in diameter. Uh, there is rubble and. Uh, roots growing down through the ceiling into this room. Um, you can see that there are pots, um, like broken pots lining the edges. Uh, there is a thick layer of cobweb and dust uh, laid across or hanging from the vast majority of things in here. Thankfully, three of the four pillars that rise to the ceiling are still holding the ceiling where it should be. Mm-hmm. But all of that comes secondary to your notice in comparison to what appears to be a large, shallow bowl, approximately five foot in diameter, that is filled with red glowing crystals. Um, I'm immediately going to just push past Victor and rush to it. Sure. Um, Galena, as you rush forward, you feel the tips of your ears and your bottom lip start to tingle with what you recognize to be the presence of magic. Like your your nose. That's a powerful effect. Your nose twitches a little bit. Okay, well. Oh, this might not be good for me. Okay. As Comstock runs into the room after you, uh, Galena, um, as you see your own reflection multiplied a number of times across the faces of these very angular but uneven-looking crystals, like irregular-looking crystals, you hear... The crystals allow us to magnify our prowess. We should use them. Hydrea teaches us not to use temporal magics. And then the voices fade. You know what? I think I'm going to go back to the cave now. <laughs> um, oh, you're in this much too deep now. Gleena, as you... As you I'm going to reach in. out for... See if I can... Well, I'll, prob- I'll probably take some tongs out. I'm, I'm not, I've not completely lost my mind. <laughs> okay. If I can get a piece. Okay, in which case, uh, Comstock, you see Galena uh, produce a set of tongs from her bag. What do you do? Galena, I I think curiosity is one thing, but um, this might be a time to err on the side of 
Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, go ahead. I'll catch up. I... I... Mm, I listen. Don't... Listen to me, Kami. Don't want you getting in danger for this, but... I need this, okay? Yell. What do you need it for? Yell if you need any help. Okay. I will. I will. Comstock takes a step back. Takes another step back. Tries to sort of suss out the distance and takes one more step back. Just in case there's an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, stay, stay right there. Perfect. Okay, go. Cool. Okay, yeah, I want to start uh, extracting some of these shards um, and putting them into... When I'm going to sort of take out this long leather scroll filled with loads of different vials and just be like... Uh, that one, right. Boom. And start. If I can, trying to place shards of it into cool. me vial. Um, as you grab the small pieces because small bits of the the crystal crystal so i mean you assume this to be the crystallized manner that was mentioned in the journal earlier as you go to pick some of them up they feel oddly heavy and there's almost it almost feels like there's a bit of a magnetic pull on them as you try to pull them away from the main crystal cluster but as you give it a bit of a bit of oomph it kind of breaks away from whatever force was holding it in place and your mind flicks back for a moment to those floating rocks th that were floating around the that half the missing mountain you saw mm. uh like earlier today and we suddenly feel like an earthquake as they fall to the ground <laughs> yes. um but you start to yeah you manage to get a vial's worth of these red crystals and then as you cork it, like stopper it, the crystals in the in the basin are still kind of glowing. Um. <sighs> okay. Right. Still alive. Um. Right. Yes. As Victor approaches. Uh, with his torch held up, um, you no you notice that there's a door to the right that leads into a corridor. You can see that there are... Uh, who can see what? So, Galena, you can see that there are a number of what? They look like similar blood-red crystals laid on the floor, but these ones aren't glowing. Okay. There's something else in there. What happened here? Those, those voices, eh, uh, some, I think, some, some, there's been some kind of arcane event here, I think, so something's been taken out of time, these voices we're hearing, they might, they might be the people who were here, they might be Hard between the now and the then. Well, you did say those books were almost 50 years old, only having been written a year ago. 
Uh, slightly concerned that when we leave, it might be a few hundred years from now. Huh? What? Just... Uh, he, he's, he's being hyperbole. I mean, the good news is the town will be built by then, so, you know, job done. <laughs> <laughs> um, Victor, as you say, as you kind of say that over your shoulder, you notice that the corridor that you're now stood um, in the doorway of, and you can see these kind of uh, strewn, um, unilluminated red crystals kind of scattered across the floor amongst debris, rubble, broken crates and the like. Yeah. You can see that the ton the corridor bends round to the right at the end. Um, yeah, I'll enter the room cautiously, I guess. Okay. If I can enter, I'm trying to move. It's not moving. What vibes am I getting from this place? <laughs> With my connection to the divine as it is. <laughs> so temples and shrines to Hydrea are places of peace and learning. Arguably Hydrean ones are a bit weirder because um, like Hydrea deal, deals with matters of the arcane. Even though it is in a very academic and studious manner. Uh, it would be like the real world you know, the, the difference between being scared of a nuclear bomb and being impressed by a nuclear scientist. And yet. Yay, I love those words. <laughs> something's odd. Like, based off what your the voices that seem to be... The voices always seem to be kind of as if you're hearing an echo reverberating back at you. What? Galena and Comstock and Victor are saying some things happened. Um, but as you mill on this and like you know, you're you can see your silhouette on the far wall from the glow of the crystals behind you. Um Victor, yeah, you make it to the end of the corridor and um you can see that that, that turn to the right leads to another staircase down. It goes further. Here we go. I would uh, caution here. I'll, I'll just run off ahead. It's fine. Either is fine. <laughs> I'll um, I just wander back and reach up and well, probably take Milia's elbow because I imagine her hand is probably occupied with the book. I've got one on this side. Light. One book. Yeah, I'll I'll, so I'll just gently take your elbow and say, uh, uh, come on now, better better stay with us, girl. Uh, don't want to spend too long near those crystals anyway. Yeah, I, um, might be just because of who I am, but, uh, um, yes, as, um, someone very precious to me would have said before, the, um, vibes are atrocious. Oh, I must platinum. Uh, that'll be the that'll probably be the crystal vibration matrix, I think. Or what? ghosts, or uh, literally anything else. But we got you, okay? Okay. You got us. We got you. Clear skies, oh, green fields, babbling brooks. 
Uh, and lovely tunnels. And as you say that, you've noticed that Victor has disappeared down the next stairwell. Do you think, There's a do skeleton you, here! Uh, <laughs> do you think it, we, if we give him two minutes, the skeleton will come alive and <laughs> end if the we, problem? If we give him two minutes, yeah. he'll have looked through the whole place, and if there's any traps, then we'll know by then. Hmm. Uh, stay, I guess we'd better stop him getting killed. We'll never find our way back otherwise. Stay, stay in a formation, stay close. At least I can protect you if you're... Okay. If you're near me. If anything does go wrong or our friend does finally decide he's done with us. Okay. So as you begin making your way down, uh, Victor, you... Um, this, as you descend down to the stairwell, um, you feel a peculiar chill and like run down your spine. This place mm. feels like what you would expect a crypt to feel like. There's um, a really lovely temperature here. You also notice as you yeah, as you step forward that sure enough, there is a skeleton sprawled out on the floor. You can see rags. Like it is still wearing clothes which appear to have um, kind of degraded over a significant period of time. The colors muted, um, the, the the fabric stiff. Can I um? There are trying to time in a cause of death. Um, I know it's going to be tricky from the from the yeah give from me... the bones, but I'm mostly looking for something like uh, well signs of rapid aging, for example. Sure, Galina, give me a medicine check. Um, the room is illuminated, I should also point out, by what appear to be two, um, two kind of glowing pedestals here that give off a, a, a nice, rich blue. Um, oh, great. Galena, medicine check, I'm afraid. Yeah, Galena, you're, this, this looks like a desiccated corpse, and it's impossible to tell what caused, like, you can't tell the, the, the manner of death but you know that it happened a very long time ago perhaps um you would look at it and think maybe hundreds of years ago um but uh, throughout the rest of the room which is um like an elongated octagon in shape you can see an alcove with two what appear to be two funerary uh altars off to the off to the right um which, in, in which, you know, you know, will be used for the preparation of, uh, like, entombment, for example. Um, but you can see two more doors: one further ahead at the end of the, the octagonal room, and one to your left. I do have to ask one question: Why are the crypts coming after the laboratories? Ooh, strange place this um it could be uh that they were using the place to uh, do uh dissections or something uh didn't see any instruments for it but it's my only guess console gives a look back to to uh Lilia and and mouths up are you okay stay close okay yeah Millia nods to you um so what do you all do um, as you 
the, the stench of staleness hangs heavy in the air. All right, let's keep the fun rolling. Uh, Victor will attempt to as, open the other door. As Victor opens the door, comes up like, I've... Victor, <laughs> as you, you throw open the door, and specifically you, Victor, you retch slightly um, as the stink of death washes out over you. And oh, wrong door, wrong door. As you peer in, <laughs> you see what appear to be three corpses strewn on the floor in front of you. They look decidedly more fresh than the one you found on the other side of the funerary room. Ah, oh, Victor, is that you? It's me. Galina, go inside. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm probably okay, thanks. An old, an old saying is, he who opened the door goes in and fucking investigates. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that old lore of our saying. <laughs> um, so, uh, Victor, you can see. So, there are three corpses kind of sp splayed out in front of you, but around uh, the so this what you assume to be this kind of uh, sarcophagus room, um, and you can see what appears to be a uh, another carving of this, you know, serpentine draconic god to your left on the corner um, you can see at the far end is what appears to be a, uh, a sarcophagus um, there is a crowbar wedged between the lid and the, the body of the sarcophagus um, ah. it appears grave robbers you take one look at the three and one look at the sarcophagus and hmm uh, can Victor have a look on what, what would be on the persons of said grave robbers? Um, to very succinctly describe them, you would you would describe them as opportunistic bandits. Do they have anything on them? Uh, they've got some. Uh, they, well, they've <clears throat> got some sort of like some coinage about themselves. Um, you you notice that the individual at the far. Like closest to the sarcophagus, um, mm -hmm. who's kind of sprawled out on his back, um, has um, has a very. Uh... Give me an investigation check. Okay. Does your, anybody want help with this? Passive investigation nope. eleven. Uh, passive perception is. 15. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know. All about... right, doctor, coming through. Uh, do you want to give me, or should I give you advantage? Uh, what check do you want from us, Dan? So whoever's helping, roll, a, roll the investigating. If you get a 10 or more, uh, the other will get advantage. Um, do you want to give me a hand then? Because my investigation is pretty substantial. Okay. That's a normal roll. Do I help? I help. You help. Oh, nice. Okay. So yeah, Victor uh, seemingly is able to pick out details in the low light. Uh in the shadows better. Uh, but Galena, you get advantage with Victor's help. 21. Yeah, 21. Um, you notice that the armor of the... So the, the, the figure closest to the sarcophagus um, appears to be armored. You take one look at him and can't help but draw some parallels 
between this corpse on the floor and uh, Comstock behind you. The armor, hey. is, the armor is tarnished, dented, and uh, buckled. Um, check, check the legs. Check the legs. <laughs> but That's notice, where the killing blow was. You notice that of the armored ensemble on this poor individual, the greaves, the the the, the sabatons, uh, like the, the the boots, if you will, armored boots, are unusually shiny. I see. <laughs> and just to be just to be very confident as well, just to check, um, given the temporal magic nonsense here, it it's similar armor to Comstock, but it's not Comstock, right? I was I was thinking the same. There was the three bodies. I was wondering we we're gonna find yeah. like a Terran sprite <laughs> and Ace of Bar. Because I'm not psychologically prepared for that yet. <laughs> Uh, it, is, it, <laughs> it is not. It is not. No. Okay. Um, no, are, are we are we really this bothered about the bare legs, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Take the boots. Hey, come Did... That's one of yours. Let's you know this look. fella. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be probably dead enough, but it's um, is it sort of like a, a Hugo Statian in design? No. no. They're, they're they're a bit too pointed for your for your liking. They look like they come up to uh, they probably cover half of your shins. I don't recognize. Okay. I don't recognize the armor. Just take them. My knees bother you with that much. I just need to say so. Um, ah, don't go putting uh, them on. Ruin uh, my view of those calves. <laughs> I, think they will start I can imagine now, like, comes stuck in the middle of the night, he's doing squats just to keep his calves. <laughs> like... Okay, so while the. Put a full Zach Fair on it. <laughs> while the three of you are bickering over these boots, um, Milia, you're kind of stood out in the. Um, like, in the. the you know, the, the funerary room. Um, and, like, as you kind of, you've got your, your, your key lock out, but as you're kind of looking around, um, like, the, the, there's that kind of rich, rich blue um, light emanating from the two pedestals behind you. And as you kind of peer at them and you, you feel drawn into them almost. Oh. You hear... The experiments aren't working. We need to try harder. Initia Chavan says some soldiers discovered a cave of crystals. We need to bring them back. We need more. Go! Bring them back! And then the echo fades. I think, oh no, I, Lena, I think so, people are getting addicted to the magic in those crystals. What? Speak up, girl. I don't want to go in the... I'm coming, I'm coming. 
So the three of them kind of come out of the out of the room. Comes up, will take take the 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 leg things. Just the shiny boots. <laughs> shove them in his bag. Okay. Marvelous. So yeah, as you come out, um, yeah, you notice that Melina is Melia. Melia, sorry, uh, is is looking around. Um, well, what 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 the, what's the expression on your face? Panic, confusion, uh... fear. Panic, trying to stay calm, not knowing what the fuck is going on. It's like a. <sighs> um, as Galena and the others emerge, and Galena's asking, "What? Speak up! Like, what? What's happening?" It dawns on you that they didn't hear what you just heard. Oh, I heard one of one of those voices again. Um, something about the crystals and how the experiments aren't working so they're sending soldiers out to find more something really bad has happened down here for a temple to one of the more benevolent gods doesn't feel like a very benevolent place does it yeah it's uh got a magic sometimes you're um Sometimes the curiosity can get the better of you. And you can make decisions that aren't in your best interests. Doesn't Sometimes matter if you've got a god behind you or not. As uh, Galena says that, you all notice that there is one final uh, one final door in this room that has not been opened. So you know what? Leave, it, leave it long enough, I, it's going to open it. I think we should yeah. just leave this one and, and get out. Just joking. Oh. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> you know, I quite like this place. It's got like a little vibe going. How have you lived this long? <laughs> <laughs> you were one of those those children who experimented by licking, weren't you? Um, oh, green moss on a tree. Um, I've got... <laughs> as Victor pushes the door open, once again you see a corridor that stretches out in front of you this one bends to the left before giving way to another stairwell um who's got the highest perception uh otherwise comstock as you approach the door that's been opened by victor um you notice that this one is engraved with um a carving of a hooded a hooded figure um clutching a winged staff that is Malia, you, you've seen this? Huh? Oh, it, it's the little cleric's room. It's fine. Uh, I mean... <laughs> um, he allows you to sort of walk past him. He's like, I don't quite think that's what it means. I am. Um... Huh. Milia, as you uh. look at... Well, as you kind of glance at the door, um, you see, like, as the, the torch light from Victor's torch disappears down the stairwell so it's just illuminated by your lock and the, the pedestal nearby um, in a Savari high a Savari the inscription reads in memoriam oh um in memoriam are we entering a private crypt now probably going somewhere I am not you're doing fine. Um, Believe me, you're doing fine. 
is Galena heading? What's Galena doing? Just uh, making sure that the other two are okay, basically, and they're still coming through. Yep. Yeah, because I can see Millie's having a bit of a tough time. Okay, we're, we're, here, we're here right beside you. Remember that. In which case, as the two of you head down the stairwell as well, uh, Galena, you head down the stairway and you find uh, Victor stood um, in the entryway to what appears to be a crypt. You can see there is a sarcophagus, uh, very similar to the one you saw previously on this floor above. Um, but this one is submerged in a very still and tranquil pool of water. You notice that on the four corners of the pool, there are blue crystals, which uh, give off a misty kind of light. They seem similar to the red crystals upstairs, but more tranquil, more calm. Right. Um, otherwise, you can see, um, you uh, uh, Victor. You can see a number of kind of carved statues in the corners of rooms, um, and an inscription on the back wall that reads. Here lies Tomekeeper Akolf. Long may his journey of enlightenment continue. Tomekeeper Akolf. You know this person? Casper's back. I know you've been having a bit of fun up to now, but bear in mind we've just seen a less guarded tomb than this that has killed at least three people. Do not, please, do not mess with that until we know what we're dealing with. I wasn't planning on... I think we should head back up. Probably the most sensible thing you've said. Had. As Victor goes to... As Victor says that and goes to turn, the room rumbles slightly. Oh. But why would you leave having come so far? And you watch as a figure materializes at the end of the sarcophagus. It is a cloaked figure with a winged staff. Oh. Let's grab a quick break. Ooh. <laughs> See you in a bit. It is clear that this temple holds a great many mysteries waiting to be discovered. Will our explorers be able to get to the bottom of what happened to these Hydraean clerics? Join us next time to find out. Thank you for making it to the end of the episode, which marks the halfway point of the session. This episode ended up being a bit longer than the others, so I've decided to cut it into two parts to make it easier to watch or listen to. Please make sure to let me know down in the comments if you prefer the shorter splits or whether you think a single longer episode is better. If you like what we're doing here, make sure to hit the like button and leave some comments down below. If you're enjoying the maps, you should check out Birdie Maps, who makes all these fantastic creations. You can find their link in the description below. 
We have lots of other videos like this, one of which you can watch here. And to keep up with our weekly releases, make sure to subscribe here and hit the bell icon for notifications. So, with all that said, thank you once again. Stay safe, and as always, keep exploring.